Last year, God told me something that completely captivated me. He told me that in Christ, I'm powerful, that I get to be um, just an overcomer and just, he gave me this mental image of somebody who just never backs down. And personally, I could say that I'm strong, that God's given me like a, a strength um, for when it comes to, to difficult seasons, but I wouldn't call my, myself powerful. That's not a word that I've ever used for myself ever. Growing up, I was like painfully shy and I like to keep the peace. Um, I'm more of a peacekeeper than a warrior, you know, than somebody who like just charges into a situation. Um, so I would never call myself powerful be because my idea of a powerful person just it wasn't me and I don't know if you could if you can relate with that like maybe you're the kind of person you you take charge you you just you go you know you face challenges head-on I'm I'm not I'm not like that <laughs> you know I don't have to face every challenge if God asked me to I will but, um, yeah, last year God told me that through Christ, right, that this new creation that I'm becoming is powerful. And it floored me, just completely floored me. Um, and it was like God was giving me an image of the person he was growing me into, just an idea of who he was going to help me become. I'm still becoming her. But I love the idea that I, I get to be a powerful person. And it makes my, my heart happy to be able to share this with you because maybe you don't see yourself as pow powerful either. Like maybe you're more reserved. Growing up, I was shy. And then when I met Christ, I got to be more outgoing, but still naturally on my own when I'm not working in ministry at the time, if I have a choice, to sit alone and do something quiet, I do prefer that. So I am still more of an introvert. So maybe, you know, maybe you're an introvert too. And so we can be intro, um, introvert friends here. I just, I never saw an introvert as being a powerful person until God told me that. But I think that he, he wants us all to be powerful in Christ. He wants us all to, to be people um, who don't shrink back but stand up in faith and are not afraid of anything but him. So I've seen God since that time last year. He, he's been asking me to take a look at my fears and one by one we're facing them together. Some of them felt so good to let go of. And others, I just thought, like, God, do I have to face this one? So in this new series, I'm going to go over some of those fears on my list. Because maybe they're on your list. But either way, I'm, I'm sharing my list of fears with you that God is steadily helping me to overcome. To inspire you to look at yours and 
prayerfully start to tackle them with God. So my top two fears that are easy to talk about, not that heavy. Some fears are heavy. These aren't. They're just, you know, pretty average, I think. I've always been afraid of heights since I was a kid, and I've always been afraid of the ocean. Just the ocean is so deep, and it's still a mystery in a lot of ways. And in my head, just like I would have nightmares even about it, of just being in the ocean, in the deep, you know, not just at the beach, but like in the deep, in, with the depths below me. And there's a sea monster in the nightmare and in this fear in my head. There's like a sea monster underneath me and I can't see, and I can't see him, but he can see me. And my toes are inches away from his mouth in this nightmare. And I just, whoo, it would freak me out. And then my fear of heights, you know, I think I get that because growing up I was clumsy I'm six feet tall, so I'm a tall person, and I just, I went from being short to tall real fast when I was about 12 to 14, so I fell constantly for a couple of years while I was still getting used to my height, and I think just from all of the falling, I just, I hate the thought of falling from somewhere really high up, so I have actively, oh, I just hit something. I have actively resisted going to theme parks. The idea of getting on a roller coaster has not been fun for me. Um, I can get I can get on planes okay, but um, they kind of freak me out still. I do it when God asks me to to travel, but it's just not my idea of like a really fun time. So heights and the ocean freak me out. Um, I don't want to get eaten by sharks um, either in the ocean, so I've avoided movies with sharks, movies about oceans, movies about plane crashes. I'm just, I'm, I'm good. And then it's hilarious because the first two fears that God asked me to face were these. And I did it because I love him and I trust him. but. <laughs> It's really cool because at first, you know, my knees were knocking together. And then what I found is on the other side of my fears is a really awesome big God on the other side of my fears. And facing these two fears, just these two, he's helped me to face others. But it's shown me that God is even more ferocious than these fears were. And when he says he's got me, he really does have me. So, yeah, last year... Um, a friend offered to like, he gifted me with a membership at Six Flags. He was getting one and he didn't want to go alone and none of his other friends wanted to go. So (laughs) I was going to be like, nah, I'm good. And then I, I felt like God told me to say yes and go. So I did. And I got on some roller coasters. I don't know if you're familiar with Six Flags, but I got on, um, Blue Hawk, the Mindbender, I think, or now it's called the Joker or something. Um, I don't love that one. I don't feel completely safe on the Mindbender, but Blue Hawk, 
It looks like somebody took a pen and just scribbled on a piece of paper with all of these loop-de-loops and stuff, but it's so much fun. It is so fun. I got on Captain America, where it feels like you're flying. I'm never getting on that one again. That one, I, I almost peed my, my pants a little bit on that. That was too much. But other ones I've tried have been really fun. And it, it, it just, it felt like God told me to try. To just trust him. Um, and it was in a situation where I literally put my physical well-being in his hands. And I was like, God, if I go shooting through the sky, I guess that's just your will. Um, but I found that instead of dying, I had a lot of fun. And this, like, this carefree side of me came out that I hadn't seen in a long time. I felt like a big kid running around Six Flags, like, eating zombie not nachos and, um... Riding the Batman, the Batman's so much fun. Where that one feels like you're flying, but you don't feel like you're gonna die. So Superman, I'm not, well, Captain America, I think it's called. I'm not getting on that one again. Cause you're looking at, at, at the ground the whole time. But I tried these rides. Some became fav favorites and some became just like, well, I tried it, it's not for me. But I think sometimes in our minds we have these fears that keep build, building up the more that we avoid them and then when we face them suddenly we realize they're all bark with no bite like they're not as bad as we had made made them out to be like the thought of riding a roller coaster is actually scarier than riding one the first 30 seconds are um pretty terrifying you, you know when the when the I don't know what it's called when you're going up the big hill to the very top I don't like that part you just see the tops of trees and how high you are up but then when you fall it's so much fun it's exhilarating that's what I found that I I actually love a good trust fall and riding these roller coasters has shown me in a really fun way that I can trust God. That he's a big God. He's bigger than a roller coaster. He's bigger than my fear of roller co coasters. And when when I go out on a limb, he'll catch me. Um, now, that doesn't mean I'm going to like test him. I'm not going to go skydiving. Knock on wood. And hopefully he won't ask me to do that. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to throw myself in harm's way. But, yeah, facing fears has taught me that God is trustworthy and um, that when I fear him, I don't have to fear anything else. My other fear that he's helped me to face is the ocean. I'm not going to say I'm going to go deep sea diving. That's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, I've been learning more about the ocean. And so I've been learning about uh, sharks recently, which is really funny because I was afraid of dying by a shark before. And now I'm learning about them and they're, they're steadily becoming a favorite animal of mine. So we're going to get into some shark con conversations. But first, I think I just want to read some scripture with you.
How does that sound? Let's read uh, Psalm 23, verses 4 through 6. In the Passion Translation, it says, Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain clo close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. You become my d delicious feast, even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with, with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. So I read that because it, it touches on some big fears. I'm talking about being afraid of the ocean and being afraid of sharks and of heights. Like Those are avoidable. But then there are some fears that we, we confront, whether we want to or not, like we're kind of forced to confront them. And they're heavy and just really hard to avoid. Like the nagging fears, not the fears that are a town away somewhere or at a beach somewhere, but the fears that creep into our minds when we're trying to fall asleep at night. Psalm 23 is a good place to go for those sorts of fears. So, you know, I'm sharing some lighter hearted fears, but I'm going to share some of my heavy ones as well. I used to be intensely afraid of death. Not of my own death, but of slowly just losing the people that I love to death. Because I've been to a lot of funerals, so I'm just going to be up front. And I've seen a lot of death. And after a while, it's just very hard to um, not expect everybody you love to drop dead. It's really sad, and it sounds crude of me to say that, but those were the thoughts that would bounce around in my head. Just... I was becoming desperately afraid of being alone because of death. My, my birth dad died when I was 17. Um, he, he wasn't kind, he was abusive, but uh, we, we still watched him die and he was my biological dad, so that was traumatic. And then um, that same year I was dating a boy at the time, he was a long-term boyfriend. His dad died a week after mine, and we broke up because of it. And then my mother died when I was 24. Um, my great uncle died the following year. Um, a sweet friend of ours who worked with Heart of Hosanna, the ministry that I run, she passed away. So there were others that I don't want to get into, but just, I've been to like 10 funerals within about eight years and it just, it, it ends up, I don't know if I was dealing with each loss as it happened because it was so much so they kind of built up and before I knew it I, I had grief and this huge ball of fear to sort through so 
I can honestly say I'm not afraid of losing people that I love. And that's especially powerful for me to say right now because um, my, my adopted dad is currently fighting cancer. So there is a risk of him dying, but I'm not afraid of it anymore. Death has lost its, um, its power in my life over me. It's lost its power over me, and it does not dominate my thoughts all the time. So um, I'm getting into just w ways that God has helped me to face small fears, but then he helped me to face this big one as well. While I was in a roller coaster, <laughs> having made peace with maybe being thrown out of it, I just felt like God kissed me in a way. And he told me, I want you to do this with death in general. Just trust me. Just let go. And love people. And don't be afraid of losing them. Let me take care of that. So that's what I did. And It's so freeing to not be afraid of loss anymore. Just letting go. I've done some thinking about this with death. and One thing I love about Psalm 23, what it says here is that, Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. One thing that my fears never told me and will never tell any of us, your fears will never tell, tell you this, is that God will be with you no matter what happens. So it's impossible to be truly alone. And it's also impossible to be somewhere where his grace isn't there. Grace, um, fear, it never accounts for God's grace and God's pr provision and God's power acting on your behalf. But you'll always have him there. So that's one thing that facing my smaller fears has shown me when it comes to my big fears. That the God who can handle my small fears can handle my big fears. He can handle it all. He's bigger than all of it. Like God isn't just some weenie God who can handle, like, he can look out for us on a roller coaster, but then fail us when it comes to our personal life. God has always caught me when, when I've put myself out there in faith, when I've let go of control, he's always shown me he's in control. He's always caught me when I felt like I was free falling, not, not just on a roller coaster or le learning more about sharks. <laughs> But he's caught me. He caught me when my mom died. He caught me after every loss. He helped me to open up my heart again. He helped me to love again um, and to let people in even when fear told me to hide away forever. He's helped me to find joy again, to find healing, to feel like myself again when I felt like I, my, my whole life was over. God's caught me. He's been there step by step walking me through every fear every dark time so your fears are never gonna tell you 
that God is going to help you. That's what your faith is for. And facing small fears is practice for facing big fears. So I've been learning about sharks over the past few weeks, and it's actually been a lot of fun. I didn't expect it to be, but it, it it's it's cool. It makes me feel powerful. Like it's another way that, that God is fulfilling that promise he made to me that in Christ I'm powerful, that I can face fears and overcome them through his power at work in me. Where um, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. God's given a new meaning to that promise in scripture. So can I share some, some shark facts with you? I mean, it's just, it's fun. I'm learning. It's been, it's been great. I feel smart. Um, I'm out of my comfort zone completely. I've been looking at pictures of sharks that used to make me shake. And now I'm intrigued by them. I think that's like a miracle in itself. So um, I think the image that we all have when we think shark is the great white from Jaws. Like big teeth big shark body, um, but great whites, I found, are, are, are not as vicious as they're portrayed to be. Like, they don't want to eat people. They're, they're not hunting for people. And I know that you've probably heard that they think that people are seals when they attack. It's even cuter than that. I thought it was adorable because they kind of mirror people in this way where most of the, the great whites that have attacked people were teenagers who were learning how to hunt. How cute is that? So like, oh, okay, the shark attack is not cute. Like being attacked by a shark, that's terrifying. And I feel bad for people who have died that way or been attacked. But just the thought of like, it's a teenage shark. He's new to the whole hunting thing. And he thought it w was a seal. He took a bite. He was wrong. And then I've also found that to, to sharks, we're kind of like a chicken wing. Like not, not very filling. We're all bone with no meat. They want to go after elephant seals that, that are all blubbery and huge. And um, like they want the, the good stuff. They're not looking for us anyways. So... That's one thing I've learned about them. But then there are really cute sharks too. It's so cool. So there are 450 different species of sharks. And sharks are related to stingrays. I was shocked when I found that out. So sometimes with sharks, God got so creative with them when he made them. That sometimes you can be staring at something that you think is a fish or maybe like all kind of whale and it's a shark like leopard sharks look like they would be related to whales not sharks they're cute they have a little smile um they've got the face of a stingray and like the body of a whale a, a small whale but they're sharks and they're super docile to the point that people have tried to ride them and they've never been um a they, they've never had an attack blamed on them. They've never even caused an injury before. So I love leopard sharks. They're beautiful. They've got spots. 
over here in America, we call them zebra sharks. I don't know why. They don't have stripes. They have spots. But then there's the goblin shark. Those look like little, like if a shark was part dinosaur. It kind of reminds me of like a dinosaur. It's got this stony face and a, a nose that points out and these beady little eyes. But the teeth are what get me. I love goblin sharks. And it's funny because I would think that like, before lear lear learning about them, I would just assume I like cute animals. So I, I would assume that leopard sharks would be my favorite, but goblin sharks are. They're just so funny. They've got these teeth that are like um, tiny and sharp. And their teeth will be in their face until they see food. And then they have this way of like jutting out their teeth. And they make this really funny face. And I now have a goblin shark face that I make sometimes. And I'll watch shark shows with my friends and we'll sit there and make shark faces the whole time. It's so much fun and it's taken the fear out of sharks. Some sharks, like there is a shark that's called a stingray shark or a, ray, a shark ray. Shark ray, right? It looks like a stingray, but it's got a shark tail. Um, there's the mega mouth. It looks exactly how it sounds. It has a really big mouth. Then it's been cool to, to learn about them. Like the, let me see. Whale sharks are beautiful as well. They've also got spots. They're more like whales than they are sharks. Fish will swim like underneath them for protection from predators because a whale shark isn't considered a predator to fish. So some sharks have surprised me where I had this huge image of like a scary ocean demon in my head and instead that's just one kind of shark and there are other kinds that remind me of God's power and of his creativity his gentleness even like leopard shark leopard sharks have all of this power and could cause damage maybe or um, whale sharks could cause damage if they wanted to but they don't and that just reminds me of our Papa God 